Hey guys, welcome on into a NASCAR edition of Plumster's DFS Picks for the Talladega Geico 500. Um, this afternoon, 218, I believe, is the, yep, 218 is a lock on DraftKings. Um, this real quick, obviously we know Talladega and Daytona. We stack in the back um, as much as possible. Um, leave money on the table, try to get different. Don't use all your salary. Everyone knows that if you play DFS, which I assume that people that listen to this podcast do. Um, but I will say, of the four plate tracks each year, Daytona 500, Spring Talladega, Summer Daytona, and Fall Talladega, the Spring Talladega, which is today, is the least rack filled of the four. Now, that that's a general idea but let's just say maybe the punt punt plays in the back your Quinn Hoffs your maybe not Justin Haley but Cody Wares maybe these guys aren't as necessary here um, in compared to normal so in normal play tracks so let's just go through real quick the um, I'm gonna go manufacturers instead of salary tier, because as I talk salary tier, I would talk teammates and whatnot, because on these plate tracks, they like to pack race with teammates and manufacturers. So let's just go manufacturers. Um, Everyone's heavy on Denny, love Denny this weekend. I don't, Um, starting on the pole. I think he'll be chalky a little bit because everyone will have so much salary. They'll just assume because Denny's so good on these plate tracks, just play Denny. Well, let's start with Toyotas. Denny 10K, don't like him. Kyle Busch, 9,200. Eh, I guess if I were to do a Toyota stack, I'd take Kyle over Denny. Martin Drex Jr., 8,900. It's well known. His hate for plate races. He basically just um, assumes a bad finish at all four of them and just tries to finish the race. That's basically what him and Cole Pern, not that Cole Pern's is crew chief anymore but that's what they've said throughout the years that they just want to get through them um, try to finish and find their wins at short tracks and intermediate tracks um, as we go down here Harrison Burton starting dead last in the 96 car for Joseph Gibbs um, he's definitely in play at 7900 in all formats it's probably a lock in cash lineups Christopher Bell starting sixth no real interest there Bubba Wallace starting 24th. Toyota, definitely some interest there for me. Bubba is a pretty good plate racer. And starting 24th, I don't mind it whatsoever. Okay, that'll basically sum up all the Toyotas. It's the least used group of any, um, or it's the least used manufacturer in NASCAR, but it's a very good one. Um, We'll be more excited for them in the coming weeks with Kansas and Dover and whatnot on the slate or on the schedule moving on we'll go chevy's next chase elliott most expensive chevrolet starting eighth he has a win here in the last three four races um a little bit of interest um in hendrick stacks and chevy stacks but not not too much um starting eighth eh, i don't think that gets you there um but he's in play i'll say that next up is kyle larson starting 12th he's also not a very he's like martin truex not a very uh, excited plate racer, 
But starting 12th gets you a little bit of place differential juice. We'll see about how that works out. Alex Bowman, not too interested in him. Starting fifth, a little too high. He got his win last week. So I don't see, I don't see him being too aggressive here because um, he's already locked in to the playoffs. Next Chevy would be Ricky Stenhouse Jr. driving for Brad JTG Doherty. Brad Doherty, former Cavalier basketball player. Starting 17th, he's a very well-known plate racer. Um, loves Talladega. I think it's his favorite track, even over Daytona. So everyone knows that. Everyone will be on Ricky starting 17th, but he is very volatile and is able to wreck or is has the opportunity to wreck at any moment. So I would definitely not use him in any type of cash lineup. Kurt Busch starting 15th, pretty good overall play racer. Um, interesting 15th that that's kind of a dead zone where it's like is it high enough is it too high is it not low enough he's going to be a fringy one for me but his price tag works 8300 William Byron starting fourth zero interest in him um he did win at Daytona last season so people will look at that and say oh he's won a plate race Daytona Talladega very different places not too interested in William Byron whatsoever Austin Dillon has a Daytona 500 win um, in which he wrecked Eric Almirola to win the race on the last lap. Starting 11th, a little bit of interest, but not too much. People look at, again, look at that Daytona win and say, oh, he's a great plate racer. I don't look at it that way. Um, Eric Jones starting 22nd and pretty bad Richard Petty equipment. He's always been pretty good at Daytona, not so much at Talladega, but starting 22nd. Gives you a little place differential juice there. Um, as we go down, Tyler Reddick would be the next. Um, Chevrolet starting 20th. He does have a win here in the Xfinity Series and a win at Daytona in the Xfinity Series. Um, I will have some shares of Tyler Reddick starting 20th. Ryan Priest starting 29th. He will be very popular. Um, definitely probably in the catch, build, play mode there. Um, but starting 29th, he is in play at 6,400. But just be aware, he will be very popular. Daniel Suarez, starting 19th. He's basically a Richard Childress car with Reddick and Austin Dillon. Um, 6,200, starting 19th. That's a little bit high up for my blood, but he'll be in play. Ross Chastain, starting 18th. He's a pretty good plate racer, but he is basically a Ricky Stenhouse 2.0 where wrecks are just... Wrecks are just going to happen with him. Justin Haley driving for Spire. He did get that win at Daytona on the rain out. Um, starting 34th, he's a cash option, and he probably will be pretty popular um, in all tournaments. Kaz Gralla, uh, he will also be driving for um, College Racing. They're trying to wake their, make their way into the Cup Series out of the Xfinity Series. Um, Gralla is a pretty good overall racer. But starting 38th, you got to play him. Um, he's just he's just a perfect cash play with Burton and Priest, and everybody's going to look and gravitate towards him. Brett Griffin is going to spot for him. Clint Boyer's old spotter, um, so he will have some veteran um, leading him, who's been good at Talladega in the past. Um, Corey LaJoy is kind of a known plate racer. He always finds a way to avoid wrecks somehow. Um, and finish this is where he gets his best finishes in his career are all at plate tracks. So he will also be popular starting 26th. JJ Yaley starting 37th, probably my favorite 
of these punt plays just because he is the most seasoned vet of this group. Um, so J.J. Yaley starting 37th in play. Josh Balicki starting 36th. I guess he's in play. Um, Timmy Hill starting 40th. If the race goes a little more green, he won't work, but he is starting dead last, and he is a... He will be careful with this car. He will not put it in danger's way, um, harm's way. So uh, him and him and Yaley are definitely the safest of these plays in the back. Joey Gase, no interest there. BJ McLeod starting 31st. I don't know if anyone will play him starting 31st. So he might have just a little bit of um, contrarian, contrarian build uh, upside. Quinn Hoff starting 32nd. No, thank you. And Cody Ware starting 33rd, 4,500. Uh, you just don't need, you just don't need the savings to go all the way down there. Um, you can if you want to get really weird in 150 entry max and you know big big contest. You want to get weird. Say it goes completely yellow all race. Um, there's 14 cards left, and Cody Ware happens to be the last one. He can get you there as long as you hit the other spots. Now let's go to my favorite group. That's all the Chevys. And basically sum up all the bad punts. Let's go to my favorite group, the Fords. Brad Keselowski, 10-5. This, this is interesting, too, because, you know, the last couple of weeks, the most expensive drivers have been, like, I think Keselowski was 12-1 last week. Truex was 11-4. Um, they've really priced everybody kind of condensed in this top group, um, knowing people are going to leave money on the table. Um, I would love to see where... They kind of priced everybody a lot tighter than this, so you didn't have to leave all that money on the table, but I don't know. I don't think DraftKings really worries too much about the NASCAR fan population as they do for NBA and NFL and stuff. So, all right, Brad, 10-5. Yeah, he's in play, 10K. He was a known um, stud um, plate racer in the past, but he's really kind of fallen off. He doesn't have that same plate racing skill that he once did um, people will gravitate towards him because i have so much money left they'll be like oh i'll just play brad so getting different getting away from brad might be the way to go i'm not saying don't have any of him but in a 20 entry i'd have if you have two that's probably enough brian blaney he's won two of the last four races at talladega um, but again people will look at that and really gravitate towards him and his price and having extra money um, as much as i like ryan blaney as a driver, I probably am going to have to sort of go fade here on Ryan Blaney. Joey Logano would be my favorite of the three. Starting second, no place differential juice, but I will, I prefer him over Denny um, because I think everybody would rather go to Denny, where I think Joey is just as good of a plate racer, and I think he's just a better racer at Talladega than Denny is, where Denny dominates more at Daytona. Um, Kevin Harvick is next. I really like Kevin Harvick here, and I really like Stuart Haas. That is going to be my favorite team stack here today. Um, we'll get to the rest of his guys later, but Kevin Harvick will be probably my most owned guy. I'd say just overall above 9K um, all the way to the top. I'm starting 16th. Uh, these guys like to hang in the back. Don't look for any kind of laps led or anything out of these guys, but definitely... Um, Kevin Harvick will be in play for me um, and probably my most exposed uh, upper tier racer. Next, Eric Amarola, his teammate. I'll have a lot of Eric Amarola as well. This is his favorite track, even more than Daytona. 
Um, so Eric Almirola starting 14th. I can actually give you some win odds there. Um, if I had a book or whatever, if it was open here in Ohio, I would definitely bet Almirola for the win. Next up, Matt Benedetto starting 13th. Penske Alliance. Um, I don't know if it, I think he might get a little bit overlooked, but he is a Penske affiliate, so they will all run together as well as with the Fords. So being right next to Almirola and Kevin Harvick, um, they might work together um, throughout the race. So I am excited a little bit about Matty D. Moving down, Ryan Newman, 7,600. Probably my overall favorite um, guy starting near the back. I will have a bunch of Ryan Newman. He's a top five overall plate racer in his career of the, player, in the, of the racers in the field. Fifth best average finish of anybody in the field. Um, so yeah, I will, regardless of that almost death defying crash he had at Daytona, I will have plenty of Ryan Newman. Going down, Michael McDowell, the Daytona 500 winner. He will be popular. Everybody will look at his Daytona win. He is definitely better at Daytona than he is at Talladega, but he is overall just a good plate racer. So um, I will have shares of Michael McDowell starting 23rd at 7,200, even though pricing really doesn't matter. This is where we get interesting. Cole Custer starting 27th. Rick Chase Prisco starting 28th. Price next to each other, 68 and 60, 66 and 6,800. This is where I'm really going to load up on Stuart Haas stacks um, with Custer, with Briscoe, with Harvick, and with um, Eric Almarola. That will be my favorite team stack, um, even over like a Penske or Gibbs. Um, I think it's time for Stuart Haas to get going here. Um, down here, we're going to look at Chris Buescher, 6,300. I'm going to pair him a lot with Ryan Newman starting 21st. Um, teammates at Roush. Um, Chris Butcher also four top tens his last 10 plate races. I like that a lot. And then coming down a little lower, Anthony Alfredo starting 30th. Teammates with Michael McDowell. I do like him a lot too. Um, doesn't have as much experience as the rest at plate tracks, but starting 30th, going to work with the Fords, going to work with Michael McDowell. Um, he's probably been working with him quite a bit on this. Um, it's scary not having practice for a basically his first ever ride at Talladega in a cup car. So his first lap will be his first actual lap in a cup car at Talladega, which is, that's another thing. I mean, this this is such a crapshoot, not having practice. Practice data, regardless of how they're running, um, they're running full throttle or not, gives you a little bit of an idea of what, what they can do, where their cars are at. Um, but that's just, a, that's just stupid on NASCAR. At least I'd say at least have one practice on a Saturday, get these guys out there, make sure their cars are right. Like last week, Justin Haley didn't even take a lap before his car blew up. You know, if that, that they might have noticed that if there was a practice or whatnot. I'm not saying Justin Haley was going to win the race or anything, but, you know, he could have finished 25th, 26th, you know. So I, I don't know. I don't I don't get what NASCAR is doing here. Um, I think it's a month. NASCAR is in a, in a world of hurt, in my opinion. But either way, financially, financially. Either way, um, let's go back, sum up my favorites, um, my fades. Uh, fades are going to be guys like Hamlin, guys like Byron, um, Bowman, Keselowski, Blaney. A lot of these guys that are going to draw a lot of ownership just because of um, past history here. Um, I am a little bit nervous that it's going to go a little more green than most um, plate tracks normally do. However, I'm not going to let that deter me from guys in the back because 
even if it goes green for the majority of the race, who's to say with two to three laps to go, chaos doesn't ensue. Um, it didn't obviously yesterday in the Xfinity race with Jeb Burton winning on uh, rain out basically, but had that race gone to the com completion, I would have imagined Noah Gregson or one of these idiots would have, not Noah Gregson, idiot, but they're, these, these kids would have, because they are kids for the most part, other than your all guyers and Brandon Jones of the world, who've been in Xfinity for 10, 12 years. But I would imagine the race would have gotten a little more chaotic had it uh, gone to its full uh, completion. So I'm guessing it does get a little chaotic towards the end. That's why having guys that are high owned um, uh, would kill your lineup because if you play guys that are, you know, 40, 50% owned, they get caught up in the wreck at the end. You just paid the rake for every, all the people winning the money. So if you get different, you don't have to get different with all six of your spots on DraftKings, but uh, you want to get different with a couple. You know, if you have a chalky Harrison Burton and a chalky Kaz Gralla, you don't want to have a chalky Denny Hamlin and a chalky, I don't know, Ryan Blaney. You want to get different. You want to go somewhere else. Um, my favorite guy that will probably be chalky would be Eric Almarola, but of anybody here, I trust him a lot to avoid the carnage. Um, and, again, my favorite guy at the very, very top of the starting order would be Joey Logano over all the other ones. I trust him the most to avoid the carnage and come away with a win. My favorite guy to win the race is probably Logano and Almirola at the top. And my favorite guy down below to win would be a Ryan Newman, Chris Buescher type, maybe even a Tyler Reddick. So enjoy the race at Talladega, everybody. Get your lineups in by 218. Um, this is a good race. You could build your lineups at any point, really. You don't got to worry about hearing about inspection. If somebody gets sent to the back, that actually might be a benefit. Um, if a top, top guy gets sent to the back, then, yeah, they won't get the points for it, but they will um, be able to avoid the carnage. And look for teams like Stuart Haas to just drop straight to the back at the beginning of the race, potentially, to avoid all the wrecks in front and just ride together, keep pace, but not um, do anything crazy until the very, eh, probably middle of the final stage. Um, so just be aware of that. Um, enjoy the race. It uh, should be interesting. The weather looks decent. No rain in the area. At least that it shows on the radar. So hopefully we get this race in and there are no lights. So remember that. So if they, if it rains at, I don't know, 545 and there's 40 laps to go, guess what? That's probably going to be it. They ain't going to stay on Monday to finish it out. So take that into account a little bit too if you if rain pops up closer to lock in the area um that might make it a less wreck filled race if there is um if there's no if there's some rain in the area later in the day all right enjoy the race everybody um let's see let's go Stuart Haas